Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. I'm going to make a statement that you may or may not be able to identify with. I love theology. That's a statement. I love theology. Maybe you hear that statement and say, wow, theology, that sounds a little too heavy for me. Or your first reaction may be, oh, amen, I do too. Or maybe your thought is, I don't even really know what that means. I really think that every believer who has a heart for God, if they understood what theology is, would say, yes, I love it too, and I want more of it. I'm not suggesting here that everybody needs to enroll in Bible college or get a degree. What I am proposing is that every believer ought to become a student of the science of God. You see, that's what theology is. It's the science of God. I'm afraid that the word theology has a tendency to intimidate many believers, and because we're intimidated by it, we avoid it. And what I hope to accomplish in these next few minutes is to perhaps change the heart of any believer who thinks, "Ah, I'll leave all that theology stuff to the smart people, to instead think, I need to investigate theology a little bit. Books of theology are filled with treasures that need to be patiently discovered and dug out by disciples of Christ. If you'll take 15 minutes a day to sit and read with a pen and highlighter in hand, you'll learn and collect truth that'll strengthen your faith, impact your thinking, and equip you to win others to Christ and strengthen their walk with Him. I bet you'll find that it'll make you a better Sunday school teacher, no matter what age group you teach. Obviously, I can't read volumes to you right here, but let me give you a brief sample of what you'll discover in a good book of theology. This is from Lewis Sperry Schaefer's Systematic Theology, Volume 1. In the event of sin in his life, the Christian has an advocate with the Father. An advocate is one who espouses the cause of another in the open courts. And there is abundant reason for Christ to advocate in behalf of the one who so constantly sins and whose sin must otherwise condemn him eternally. As advocate... Christ pleads the efficacy of his own blood on behalf of the sinning child of God. And the thing he accomplishes is so perfect that while thus advocating for the sinning Christian, Christ wins the title, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Now, I don't know about you, but I need as much of that kind of Bible teaching in my life as I can get. And regular reading of good books of theology, underlining and highlighting powerful paragraphs like that, will change you, build you, and will equip you to build other people. It's only fair to warn you that if you decide to pursue theology, there'll be some challenging reading. One of the best-known theologians in history is a man named Charles Hodge, who taught at Princeton in the 19th century. Reading Charles Hodge's systematic theology will sometimes make your hair hurt. But you learn when it's time to skip a paragraph or two in pursuit of rich truth, like the paragraph I just read for you. There are many different categories of theology, many of which would be of very little help to the average believer. But my favorite kind of theology to read is what is called systematic theology. Systematic theology is very simply 
the laying out and categorizing of Bible doctrine into a logical order that can be learned and taught. And a good systematic theology will be helpful to any sincere believer. Have you ever read your church's doctrinal statement? If you haven't, you definitely should. But a doctrinal statement is basically a systematic theology in its very simplest form. Many men have written systematic theologies over the years. I mentioned Lewis Sperry Schaefer. He's my personal favorite. I also mentioned Charles Hodge, who I've enjoyed very much. There are many others, like John Gill, Emery Bancroft, James P. Boyce, Augustus Strong. Now, you heard me use the word volumes, and maybe you're thinking, I really don't have a place for volumes of books in my life right now. Well, that's no problem at all. There are many wonderful works of theology that are just one normal-length book. You can easily find these books online, and usually they're very affordable. If you want to jump in, let me recommend three books to you. First is a book entitled, Things Which Become Sound Doctrine by J. Dwight Pentecost. Second is Christian Doctrines, a Compendium of Theology by J. M. Pendleton. And the third book is Manual of Theology by John L. Dagg. These are all inexpensive, and you can easily find them by Googling the title and hitting the shopping tab. I'm not advocating a cold, stale, philosophical Christianity. On the contrary, a healthy, prayerful pursuit of theology, the study of God, will greatly increase your passion for him. I have a pastor friend, a hero, a mentor, who says, when I was young, I used to preach against deeper lifers. And then one day I said, wait, what does that make me? A shallow lifer? I don't want to be shallow. He said, I decided that I wanted to dig deep and stay on fire for God. And that's what he's done. He's a zealous soul winner and a legendary church builder. And he's also one of the greatest theologians I know. I urge you to consider making theology, the science of God, a part of your daily reading. Christian, God has great things ahead for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian,